And that's an important life skill to have. And I learned that every skill learned is an opportunity to grow. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? And there's many skills that we learned at SAE, like how to use an equalizer, how to wrap and repair a cable, how to run a mixing console. But none of those skills are as important as the hard work and discipline it took to learn them at all. There's a quote by Victor Wooten, a very phenomenal bass player and a very good human being. And his mother once asked him, what does the world need with another musician? We have plenty. What the world needs is good people. To my classmates, what does the world need with another SAE graduate? There have been and will be thousands all over the globe. What the world needs is good people. What the world needs is you and me. So when you're in the studio working, laboring over a hot compressor, <laughs> when you're in the production room soldering cables, when you're in the vocal booth honing and crafting your style, don't stop. Just make sure that what you're doing is making you into a good person. Use the listening skills we learned in principles of sound to hear and listen to those that we care about. Use the skills from live sound class to amplify and elevate voices of those that need our help in doing so, and in a way that brings out the best in ourselves and others. We set the sound stage for our and future generations, so use your skills wisely. My class in 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. Congratulations, y'all. Thank you all for attending and sharing our accomplishments and achievements together. Go on with my heart. And I hope to see you and work with you out in the field one day. And to the ones that aren't here, we are thinking of you. But we have a pretty good guess as to where you're at right now. You're probably in that studio trying to get those vocals to fit in your head, right? <laughs> My name is Aaron Estrada. Thank decided to sit down and say, who should we have as your keynote speaker to inspire you to that next step? The thought process that came to mind was someone that inspired me and gave me a chance when I graduated, just like you. I want to thank Ken and Nasser for allowing me to introduce our guests. But uh, today we have a special keynote speaker. Some of you may not know his name, but you will know his music as I definitely introduce him and as he does his speech as well. And when I was eager to get into the industry, I had those rough moments to step into the industry like some of us have. And he was that second chance that he gave me a chance to even be part of his organization at the time. And I'm grateful to this day, and I see him as my brother because of that. Uh, I want to start off with the definition of willpower. 
and it's the ability to control one's own actions, emotions, or urges. Someone whose strong determination that allows one to do something difficult. And this man has done that multiple times in multiple ways. Uh, William Washington, known professionally as Willpower, uh, is a musician, music producer, who founded Super Hot Beats in 2002, as well as Bandwidth Record, uh, record Label, production studio based out of Atlanta, founded in, in 2018. And we know in Atlanta right now, so for you to have a successful studio, record label, and business, it's hard. This man has done that and fought through a lot of trials and tribulations to do that. He began his career in 1997 in Columbia, South Carolina, and in 2005, he moved to Atlanta to follow the dream that we all want to follow in some form or fashion, and that is to be successful within this industry. He's produced everything from Yellow Wolf's mixtape trunk music, uh, worked with Interscope Records, he's worked with Brits, Wiz Khalifa, Tech Nine, Eminem, Riot Phoenix Recognized, Dizzy Wright, Trinidad James, Chevy Wood, Stevie Stone, and many, many, many more. I can keep going down the list. When working with different artists, his style is to actually work with them and understand them and understand the business of what he's doing. Uh, he even launched, and this is a successful thing that you can look up as well, his own podcast for producers and uh, to learn about the business as well. Free game producer podcast, if you look it up, please do. And as well as he had big artists, Big Crit, Ill Mind, Focus, DJ Toon, Jazzy Faye on there as well. It is my honor, my privilege, and my grace to give you my brother and one of the industry leaders, entrepreneurs, with overwhelming success, William Willpower Washington. my dreams in the music industry, and I never imagined I'd be standing in front of a room of graduates hoping to inspire you. So bear with me, I'm a little nervous. This is a first. <laughs> <laughs> I took the leap of faith and moved to New York City in 2001. I had no money, no plan, I knew no one, and all I had was a CD full of beats and the hopes of getting a major deal. I did not get a major deal. <laughs> but I did get a job with a top music executive, and I also signed a horrible contract. I slept on floors in studios. I made zero money. I, made, I ate ramen every day. I felt defeated, and I got a world-class education on what not to do. And I moved back to South Carolina after a year. I realized what happened was a defeat, though. I was able to zoom out and see that everything that happened to me was a lesson. The amount of knowledge I received and the relationships I made during that short stay 22 years ago in New York is the reason I'm standing here today. 
That year, I learned the difference between the music business and the business of music. The music business is making records, producing, writing, recording, engineering, mixing, mastering, marketing, promotion, music videos, touring, and much more. It's all the fun things we see, but don't know how they really happen. <clears throat> the business of music is contracts, lawyers, royalties, publishing, paying for studio time, unions, performance rights organizations, budgets, dealing with managers, and things that are most unseen. I learned that you can't have one without the other, though. Where I had to spend, mo where I had spent most of my life honing my skill set to be a great creator, I had zero experience in the business of music. With my newfound discovery on the business of music, I went back to South Carolina and started my first studio in a 10 by 10 storage unit, where I made and sold beats. A 10 by 10 storage unit. <laughs> I don't think y'all heard that. <laughs> it was really small, y'all. <laughs> the unit had the unit had a two-hour timer for electricity, and I had rigged it to stop the timer so that I could work around the clock. I ended up renting the unit next door so I could make one unit a booth and the other a control room. Wow. After about eight months, I rented a third unit and turned it into a business office. I'm pretty sure I single-handedly am the reason why those units are no longer $70 a month. <laughs> I believe they're now $700 a month. You can call me innovative. <laughs> uh, after becoming the go-to guy for making beats, I realized, that, I realized then that there were more services that people needed. So I learned how to take photos. I learned how to do graphic design to make album covers. I learned how to shoot music videos, adapting however I could to be of service. My friends and I created a music, uh, independent music review show on, local t on a local TV station that grew to about 30,000 viewers on Sundays in, in Columbia, South Carolina. Everything was becoming so successful that I decided to move from being a big fish in a small pond to Atlanta, where I was now a small fish in a big pond in search for more opportunities. In Atlanta, nobody wanted my beats. I couldn't give them away. But my TV show was picked up, and I became the go-to guy for unsigned acts to get television exposure. I was now getting in doors that I never thought I could get open. I became a sponge. I wanted to get in as many rooms as I could and be of service however I could. I became an intern, a content creator, a MySpace page designer. We had MySpace before Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> but, but at the time, it was really tough to make skins for the, for the MySpace pages, so I learned it. I tried to create as many opportunities for myself and build as many new relationships as I could. I made sure I was always on time, professional and respectful. I kept working, I kept my blinders on. And eventually, I got my first big break. Remember that horrible year I told you about in New York? That's where I met a rapper named Yellow Wolf. And we remained friends. Over the years, we made music, we took label meetings, we sat with attorneys and managers and got a lot of no's. 
In October 2009, he reached out to me with an idea to do a Southern Heavy, Southern heavy 808 mixtape. We called it Trump Music. Without hesitation, I packed my bags and went to stay with him in Alabama for a week where we worked on Trump Music. It was groundbreaking. We released Trump Music January 1st, 2010 with industry legend Kawan Prather and his Ghetto Vision imprint. If y'all don't know who Kawan Prather is, please do your homework. By March, Trump Music landed us our first deal with Interscope Records, which in turn linked us with Eminem, and the rest is history. For me, a taste of accept, the, the taste of success only meant one thing. I had to grind harder to keep it up. Not only was I Yellow Wolf's music producer, but I also became his content creator, his security guard, his tour van driver, and many other things. <clears throat> I continued to invest in myself with more equipment, building my, my business, my brand, and my own studio. I have worked with so many incredible artists over the years and received a number of plaques and fancy accolades, but I'm most passionate about being able to continue to do what I love to do and to be, and to be able to build a legacy. I built and own an incredible facility here in Atlanta. I built an incredible facility here in Atlanta, well, East Point actually, but I know that's not Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. I'm not sure if he's here today, but Mr. Gibbs, um, I think he was, yeah, he's supposed to be a professor, uh, uh, teacher here, uh, aka Tay G. He was a pivotal piece in helping me build my studio. He's a dear friend of mine, and I didn't trust him with my entire music catalog. Uh, we have a beautiful recording studio and run our label bandwidth there as well. My passion is still producing and developing artists. Have you ever heard of Josh Waters? That's okay. <laughs> Josh Waters is the only act signed to my label right now. And trust me when I say it, he will be a household name soon. You just heard it here first. That's Josh Waters music on all platforms. That's my shameless plug. <laughs> I'm even more shameless because I tried to get um, him to perform here today. Lamar said, nah, bro. <laughs> I continue to surround myself with young, hungry creators and interns. Another fun fact, Mr. Lamar Miller was once an intern for me. Ask him about his session with the singer Lloyd later. That should be pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to inform you that you are the pulse of the industry right now. You know what's cool. You are exposed to new innovations that are the future of the industry. You are part of the ever-evolving social media platforms that continue to change the way we consume and create. You are educated. And because of SAE, you already have a built-in network of classmates, professors, and industry professionals. Without sounding too corny, right now, your network is your net worth. Cultivate your contacts. Relationships are everything. Create opportunities for yourself. Be persistent and invest in yourself. There really is no dream that is too big. I was laughed at at almost every stage of my career. 
I believe in the power of thought and medicine. Manifestation. Manifestation. I'm going to get it out. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> if you think it, plan it and execute it. Surround yourself with people who believe in you, support you, and you will be out of here. I urge you to always find a way to be of service. Be helpful, be accountable, be on time, and be a sponge. Remember that there are lessons in everything, and sometimes rejection is God's protection. So stay the course, stay hungry, put your blinders on, you're gonna make mistakes, but don't quit. My name is Will Power, and I approve this message. <laughs> oh, and Aaron, how at me. Oh, my Instagram, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm gonna give y'all that stuff. It's uh it's at willpower at WLPWR. And if you would, please follow my artist, Josh Waters Music, mm -hmm. on all social media. Very <laughs> <laughs> well, studio. You know, sometimes a graduation speech, I have to look in the mirror sometimes when I say this can be dull, right? So when you started ticking off things, including being on time, I said, that's when my ears started perking up. There's value here. But I kind of lost track with, with all the items, right? So um, I guess what I'm supposed to say is thank you. But I mean it. Thank you. On behalf of our graduates, you are genuinely an inspiration for folks who are coming into the industry. Uh, so we're very, very grateful. Thank you. Thank you.